welcome to another episode of the Hell Attire Podcast. I am your host, per usualito, Bubba McComb, a.k.a. Sad Boy Shinobi, a.k.a. The Suburban Shaman, a.k.a. The Wizard of Willy Wonka. Uh, today, I bring you episode number 28 with a very, very talented duo by the names of Tom and Steph Clark. That's right. Hello, hello. Hello. I'm Tom <laughs> Clark, the Wizard of Clark. Yep. The, the, uh, A.K.A. A.K.A. Nasty Boy. Bart, Bart Clark. <laughs> A.K.A. Bart Clark. Bart Clark. Turn on the lights. It's Clark in here. Um, <laughs> yes, dude. I've never, give, I've never had a guest give their own A.K.A., so that feels good. Yeah, I was going to start making some for you guys, but you got some for you, Steph? Okay, look. Oh, let's hear Steph it. Steph Clark, hear A.K.A. It. A.K.A. That bitch. Ooh, oh, that's strong. Wow. That, I yeah. came in real. That I mean, I don't think you need any more. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, and she's got that that bitch energy right now, and it, <laughs> right. it, it's it's very potent. But guys, thank you so much um, for coming on the podcast. Uh, for those who you don't know, Tom and Steph Clark are stand up comedians uh, currently residing and performing majorly out of L.A. Uh, they're here um, for the weekend or the that back half of the week. Yeah, Thursday yeah. to Saturday. Thursday to Saturday um, at the. Uh, fucking stir crazy comedy club here at Westgate. <laughs> um, if you're a West Valley uh, person, like a lot of the listeners are, you know where the hell Westgate is. So now you know that there's a comedy club there. Um, so they're here for, for three days doing shows. And uh, how, have been, how have they been so far? You said that oh, the crowd was pretty very, great. Very great. Well, it's such, I, I mentioned to you how great the club is uh, run and uh, Tom Symes, I hope I'm saying his last name right. Shout uh, out. He's the uh, mm-hmm. owner and uh, he got the club started. He's a former comic. So he gets like what comics like. Cool. Uh, and he's definitely everything. He, he thought of everything for the room. It's, you know, it's, it's I guess it's a 140 seat room. I'd say Ooh, that. That's yeah. perfect. Yeah. Nice and intimate. It's such still, a huh? sexy vibe. Like yeah. the colors and. There's no, there's no empty, you know, everything's utilized. Like mm-hmm. he uses, okay. he uses a whole space and it's in the, like you said, the Westgate entertainment district. and Which is always popping. Yeah. And White had, alcoholics love Westgate <laughs> out here, dude. I'm serious. They've got a metal bar there. You know, oh, like, really? yeah, this place was made for, for Caucasian alcoholics, dude. And, uh, <laughs> oh, I mean, no, we, it's for we everybody. Like, we would like everyone to attend that <laughs> yeah. show. Not Look, just it's for everyone. Everybody. I'm telling you as a, a, a permanent for, from day one resident here, um, that's the majority scene out there. Right. Yeah. Which is totally fine. Oh, that's I'm just fine. fine. Well, that sounds yeah. like, that Whoever sounds like wants Milwaukee. to buy tickets, we yeah, don't give a dude. shit. Yeah. But, um, uh, Westgate's always got something going on, man. Um, every season, like if you were here in Christmas, they have a giant tree in the middle. They've got like carolers every single night and it's just like they really get into that space they really make it really cool and so um now this is your first time performing at this club yes okay first time i uh i've done uh i I usually i'm down in tucson a lot i go to last tucson so i love coming out here to uh um to just arizona in general i have uh i do some other shows for this guy randy hausner who does the clean comedy usa Um, so yeah, there's a lot. Of, I just, well, it's so close to LA. Like, yeah, it's, it's like, nice. it was like easy drive. Super easy Easy because he's driving and I'm sleeping. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's what I mean. <laughs> yeah, just take a hit off the pen real quick and just, all right, wake me up in five hours. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sensing a theme with you, Bubba. Oh, <laughs> yeah, this smells oh. like pot. I keep right. smelling. Oh yeah. It smells good. I'm sorry. No, I like it. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah. Um, I think you guys might be the only people um, listen or that, are, that have been a part of this, other than maybe your possible fans that'd be listening to this. That know, uh, yeah, I dabble in the arts of um, natural medicine. 
of many types. Um, it is completely legal for me to promote on here. A lot of the episodes are actually sponsored by a dispensary. Cool. Not today, though. Sorry. Um, but oh. yeah, the theme is I love marijuana. Oh, okay. Yeah. It makes me feel way better about everything. Sure. Every ailment I have that I had when I'm sober, stomach aches, headaches, anxiety, right. all gone. Now, is it legal here? So it's medicinal here. Medicinal. So <clears> there's sort of a, like a step behind LA. Because LA yes. is now it's just completely legal. Anyone can get it. Right. But you don't have to have a reason. Be- before that, it was mm-hmm. medicinal. So right. you guys are at that like second step. Yeah. Like yeah. a year out, you'll yeah. be there. Yeah. So you'll be where they tried to pass is. the bill. They tried to pass a bill here, um, fully legalizing it. And everyone thought that it was like, oh my God, this is so great. And I'm like, hold the fuck up, man. I'm the last person to get political. I don't have any savvy when it comes to that. But... I read the bill. I read a bill for the first time <laughs> in my fucking life. 27. Uh-huh. I'm proud. All right. Good I don't job. know. You know, some people hate me for it. Some people, whatever. I don't care. But I read the <laughs> Did bill. Did you unite the stoners? You're like, stoners of the world, yeah. hear me. <laughs> Dude, I was like, everyone who thinks this is a good thing, hear me out. All so right. what they were trying to do is they were trying to recreationalize it, right? But the recreational aspect of it, the THC level was going to be capped out at point. Eight percent. That's horseshit. That does nothing, I don't dude. Know what that is. So the, the, the <laughs> typical like strain um, that has a good like amount of potency, the amount of percentage THC is in it about seventeen. Oh, okay. Right. Point right. yeah. eight. It would do nothing. Right. It might, might as well just make it a CBD thing. But then they'd have the medical part still separate, and that's how you get the potent stuff from medicinal use. So they were trying to legalize it. And it was going to be good for a long time, but they were trying to like trick everybody into like, well, it's it's all recreational, but you can't even fucking help yourself. Right. I yeah. feel like you just- yeah. Good for you for figure. Whenever I read any bills, I'm like, I don't know what this. It's yeah. so confusing. When you do the referendums and the voting booth, and you're like, this. It all seems to contradict the other thing that just said. Yeah, dude, yeah. I don't. I mean, it's confusing. It's uh, it's very confusing, and I don't pay attention on purpose. It it really just bums me out, man. That like it, there has to be one of X amount of choices in the first place. Like mm-hmm. why can't everybody find their happy medium and find out what the fuck works for them? But that thought process can't apply to a government level. So I just stay out of it. Yeah. yeah you know? That's how except I feel. In, things too. Yeah. Except when it comes to weed, you know, <laughs> then so I care. What, so what happened? Did they adjust it or did they? No, it didn't get passed. It didn't get passed. Right. So they're going to, I think they're going to try again here um, next year. And hopefully it's something that's like California, like full recreation. Mm-hmm. Um, the limits that are put on it are not 0. 0.8, um, but we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. For now, uh, you just go to any doctor here, and they will fucking make you lie so they can give you a card. Right. I'm telling yeah. you, when I went and got my first evaluation, uh, I paid them before I saw the doctor for one. So that was like... All right, this is a little backwards. <laughs> this has never happened. I don't fucking pay before I get my food, right? Right. Well, I guess sometimes you do in drive throughs but fuck it. You know what I'm mm-hmm. talking about? And so I went back there, and he's like, so what's bothering you, man? I was like, ah, uh, you know, it's got really bad anxiety, which is true. And I was like, and I got, like, stomach aches, which is also true, but, you know. <laughs> and he was like, well, uh, you know, anxiety is not a treatable symptom for, for marijuana. And I was like, what? Like, I thought I fucking failed the test kind of shit, you know? Right. And he goes, but what I do know, and he gave me like the follow along nod, like what I do know is that stomach pains triggers anxiety. Do you have headaches too? And I was like, yes. He's like, (laughs) okay. He's like, well, give me about 10 minutes and I'll have your paperwork ready. And that was my whole visit. 
That's awesome. <laughs> like it's, you can, you know, get that grill off your back for three hundred bucks. It's like Doctor Nick from The Simpsons. <laughs> Hi, everybody. It, yeah, exactly. <laughs> what do you What do you need? <laughs> it's beautiful, but um, yeah, I want it to be recreational. I'd be I'd be fine. Yeah. I'd be fine. Do you guys open with your use? Uh, I don't. I, I don't. Use. I don't okay. smoke. I, okay. I, I it, it would stress me out and make me paranoid when gotcha. I did. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah, fuck it. Some sometimes it's just not not the right deal. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, who knows? Maybe in ten years when you're just like hate filled and you can't find a way around your anger. Wait a <laughs> minute. Like, what's gonna happen in ten years? I don't know. Just life just piles oh. up. That's pretty much what happened to me, man. I ended up being so like angry at everything and I didn't really understand why. And I was like, what the fuck should I do, man? And mm. I just smoked a blunt and I was like, Oh, this is what I need. Like, yeah. okay, this is my you know, a uh, meditation or this is my stretching or whatever, whatever like calms whoever's mind. Like, you know, I get it, but I think they could play this for Congress and they would just approve it across the board. Yeah. If I could just sit down with some people <laughs> from Congress and be like, look, man, <laughs> hear me out guys. Not even hear me out. Just here. Smoke this. <laughs> yeah, dude. In the right setting, you know, um, I do believe it's, it's very, uh, easy for to have a bad time just like any other substance like you overdo anything in the wrong setting and it's fucked like right you get too drunk at a club rather than your house and you have drunk anxiety and it's just like that's the w- recipe for disaster yeah for sure but if you moderation have, is yeah but perfect. if you get fucked if you get like fucked up with some wine with tom mm-hmm. at the house right dude you could never not feel safe and you usually wouldn't really yeah have a panic attack in that setting. So the same applies for marijuana too. It alters your mind. So if you're not ready for what it feels like in the wrong place, the wrong time in your life, then you're going to have a bad time. That's true. That's just how it goes. When I did smoke, I liked smoking just by myself watching a movie. Yes. But the moment you introduce interaction and trying yeah. to interpret emotions and reciprocation, it's like, oh, fuck, fuck, overload, right? Totally. <laughs> yeah. I feel like that yeah. dispensary really blew it by not sponsoring this episode of the podcast. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, they, they still get a shout out, dude. Oh, Nature's okay. Medicines. I fucking love those guys. Nature's um, Medicines. Get, yeah. a, get a comedy show going there. Um, there you go. Yeah, that'd be really, really fun. Have them sponsor one. I'm trying to find a 420 friendly room here, though, but it's really hard to find a place that's like, sure. Yeah, yeah, you can smoke in here. It had to be like, you know, I'm not going to find that place on Yelp is what I'm saying. Right. You know, there's a lot of warehouse space in here. There's a lot of DIY spots that I'll probably be okay with that. But then the promotion aspect will suffer because I can't be like, hey, guys, 420 friendly comedy show. Come and well, smoke in the room. And like stuff's done. Uh, you you did a 420. You did a dispensary. Right? Yeah, I did. Yeah. yeah. You, but you didn't really like it. Right? They, well, <laughs> inattentive as fuck. Huh? They're just they're so like mellow. maybe a couple steps behind. <laughs> right. For comedy and timing. Right. Right. Wasn't yeah. the best. And you got but, a you got a good quick pace too. So the, yeah, yeah. they're probably like oh, what? Hold oh, on. But this <laughs> this man. dude um, that runs um, he he his brother has the workaholics house like okay. where we're you know like the very sh- cool comedy central workaholics. So they had uh, we did it last year for twenty show oh, so cool. backyard show. It was awesome. That is so cool. It, yeah, I mean it's the same house. The and backyard smoke- looks the same too. Uh-huh. People oh are smoking, yeah. and they had the, on the roof? that bear uh, that bear, bear costume. costume on. It was <laughs> That's fucking so dope. epic, dude. I mean, but the crowd when it came time to listening to comedy was a little frustrating. They're a little mellow. Yeah, I'd, yeah. Yeah, but yeah. whatever. It was chill. It's a normal outdoor show, though. Yeah, it was yeah, a fun backyard. Yeah. Do they have backyard shows out here in Arizona? Um, you know, I'm sure they do. Uh, I know they have a open mic that's at a... Excuse me. 
is at a pizza shop that's mm-hmm. outside. Um, it's really cool. But as far as shows go, there's so many venues here. Like there's so many places to do comedy and it's usually way too fucking hot to do outside shows. The majority oh, yeah. of the oh, year. Yeah. Um, that I don't think it's a very popular thing. Um, and if like, if you try to plan for something like today, like a Friday night in late February mm-hmm. where it's like, Oh, there's no way it's going to be raining. And then it's fucking today. Yeah. You know, right. like that would right, be right. so frustrating. So cool. But there's so many cool little spots like stir crazy is a de- very like developed club. Mm-hmm. Um, stand up live, Tempe improv. Those places are very well developed, but there's like a, a few places here that some of the comedians just rent the space and right. they all like rotate hosting shows there. And it's like in some random looking warehouse you never think that's like, dude, comedy shows here tonight. Right. That's I cool. A, I had a couple of friends who Shit, ran. Party uh, foul. Sorry, guys. <laughs> I had a couple of friends uh, who ran shows out here. Uh, Ron Babcock and Ryan McKee, I think. is this Okay. Place. And they, they play at a place called The Hidden House. The Hidden House? See, yeah. I don't even know about that, man. Yeah. Well, this is that like, sounds so cool. This is probably like 04, 05. Oh, okay. So they they were dra- uh, beyond their years. Yeah, yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. Right? And uh, yeah, Ryan, I think, works on James Corden now, and Ron does... Uh, just released an album so it's like those you know so yeah i feel like there's because because there was a time in phoenix in the whole area there were no clubs really there was i think there was an improv and that was it and i remember uh like you try because you're like this is five hours from la this is perfect and you couldn't find a room and then in the last uh, maybe 10 years or so it's just been really blowing up down here. yeah and that's really cool to hear because like i said i really have no context um I've only been to comedy shows at, you know, Stand Up Live Phoenix or the Tempe Improv. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really just, I came in, I guess, at a really good time where it's just like there's so many shows going on that I can't even <laughs> go support my friends at the same time because I also have a show. Right. Like I also am doing something. Or my sister, um, she throws um, hip hop shows out here and oh, they're wow. fucking oh, cool. crazy. Yeah. And they're getting so popular. And like, we both have a show on the same night and everyone's like, fuck dude, like, what do we do? I'm like, no, I'll go support her or whatever. But it's cool to have that problem. Yeah. It's a cool problem to have. Right. right. And a lot of people run into the same problem. It's like comedians who are friends love to support each other. Right. But, we all have shows all the time. It's really cool. Right. And yeah. it's like, it's really cool to be a part of that and maybe really, well, I guess like very new to it. Um, but, uh, so I'm sure you guys have experienced this and you can take the names out of these stories if you want, but I want to hear the story of your first hater. First in comedy. hater. Like the first time you knew someone was like talking shit because you were doing well. So many people. Yeah. But can you, do, do you guys think of one that stands out? Like, what the fuck, man? Like, or are they all just like that? I feel like in LA, it's a thing where you maybe know people are talking shit, yeah. but they'll never, they'll never say it to your face because they don't have balls. Snakes in the you grass. Know what I mean? huh? They don't yeah. have that, those lady balls. I got to be honest. I, d- I don't, I don't really think I have haters in the comedy world. I have like, I'm there's sure you definitely. Do, babe. You think people there's some secret I, ones? You're so sweet. I think they, they do. There's some secret ones, dude. <laughs> I'm serious. I'm ones. sure there's secret ones, but I, there's nobody I know that's like, good. that firsthand. Like, because if, if I did, I think I would probably confront them because that's kind of the person. Yeah. I, I would say like, "Hey, I heard you were talking shit about me." <laughs> yeah. I, I don't really put up with. Uh, 
uh, that sort of stuff. I remember me neither, I, man. I can't do it. Yeah. It'll no. drive me crazy. When I did my yeah. Conan's. Our, our big thing is respect. Yeah. Right. Good. And, and Good. then we'll we'll call people out, I think, yeah. if we feel disrespected. Good. And That's if it's a healthy worth way our to be. time. And otherwise, it's just like, because, uh, yeah, we're, we're, it's just like, it's not worth their, your energy to, to go after these people or, because it's like they're, they're unhappy. And I think that's what I always try to keep in mind yeah. is that they're the ones who are really unhappy. And, they're lashing out as something's not going right. Projection. Yeah. Well, this happened recently and I, I don't, I probably won't name names, but I had some, some dude take a a room from me to take a comedy room that I built up for a long time and the brand is expanding. But then you, but then we watched this um, Bill Murray documentary and the point was like how Bill Murray does these like random acts and how like, you don't know when something happens, if it's good or bad, that it doesn't matter. Right. So that really kind of changed our perspective on seeing like, well, maybe that happening doesn't matter and it's going to open opportunities yes. in other in other ways. And, and sometimes you think Absolutely. people don't like you and then it's like, no, it's not, the, you know, it's just like, because you don't talk and then you start projecting like, well, that's, this is probably what that person's saying about right. me right now. And it's like, no, that person wasn't even thinking about right. you. It's just <laughs> just creating problems in your head, huh? right? Exactly, yeah. and it's like you just. I think that's one thing I've learned over the years is like you talk to people. Like, yeah. if you want something, ask for it. You know, and if they say no, they say no. But a lot of times, that people say yes, dude. Um, I mean, that's why I'm here mm-hmm. right now. Right. I was like, oh shit, Tom Clark's coming. I wonder if you want to do the podcast. Yeah. Hey, Tom. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, I'm coming there with my wife. You guys, you want to do it? I'm like, yeah, I want to do it. Like, it's <laughs> fucking cool, and that, I've learned that firsthand, and it took me pretty much my entire life to understand the power of just asking. Right. You know what I mean? I've met some very cool people that I didn't think I was going to get a chance to meet in this kind of setting because I just fucking asked them. Right. I was like, Hey, would you like to come do this? And it's either yes or no. It's not like a, well, it depends. Da, 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 da. No one ever going to give that answer. Right. It's like you either want to, we'll make an hour for it or you don't. And it's fine. Right. You know what right. I mean? Right. But another guest that was on here, um, <clears throat> brought up a boot, a Taoist, fable or something like that that was exactly that that like who's to say what's good and bad like that's exactly and it's just a a waterfall of yeah it's a guy uh a guy's horse runs away yes Mm -hmm. yes back with 12 more feral horses and it's like yes and he's like oh it's terrible your horse ran away but who's to say what's good or bad and he goes right down the line and i think that's true especially in comedy you really have to look at that as like yeah man losing it because I'll be honest uh, with this, uh, there's a club I used to work here in in Scottsdale, and it's pretty obvious what club I mean. Oh, I know uh, what you're talking about. We've t- and, we've talked about this club on this podcast. Yeah, it's a pretty and, cool spot. Uh, <laughs> subtle, subtle. Um, but basically, I had to make a decision of whether, because I, uh, I I knew Tom had this club, and Tom reached out to me and and said, "Hey, man, you know, do you want to work the club?" And I was like. The, the the stir crazy. Yeah. I was like, yeah, I've heard great things about it, and you know, the, it, it was good pay. It was a hotel. That was the other thing. Mm-hmm. It's like a hotel, and this place, other place, didn't give me a hotel. I had to usually stay at my friend, who was very kind. Sure, would always give me his his condo. But after a while, it's like, and I'm as like, a grown ass man, right? You want to keep asking your friend, yeah. hey, dude, can I crash? Right. It's like if you're coming there for three days. Then or, like fucking yeah. get me somewhere to stay. Like dude. we're not twenty one years old. Right, sure. right, right. I'll sleep in my fucking car. Right, but right. like, come on, you guys are established. Been doing this for fucking almost two decades, or right. over two decades for you, right? Right. Yeah. So it's like, nah, dude, give me a fucking hotel room, bro. Yeah. Yeah. So shout out to 
to do it. It's too crazy, man. Because <laughs> I saw the roster change, and I was like, um, yeah. You know, I was like, hey, man, is uh, Tom Clark? No, no, no. He's like, <laughs> he needs to respond. No. <laughs> I was like, I have an idea what happened. Oh like, my goodness! Um, yeah, but yeah, I mean, the, that, that's a hard thing to do. And I've always, uh, I do pride myself on being loyal, but it's also like it goes both ways sure. too. Of like, you know, take care of the people that are taking care of you. Right. And it's like I've always done a good job. I always, you know, I'm easy to work with, like all that stuff. And it's like, you know, don't treat me at the same level as everybody else. And you know, I've got credits. I've got all this stuff. Yeah. You're, so, you're professional, man. It goes yeah. back to the respect factor. Right. right. Yeah. I mean, there's a time and place to book someone and not worry about a hotel or right. not worry about where they're going to stay sure. for two, three nights. Like, yeah. If you're starting out, I mean, that's sort of the price you pay. Sure. Is, is sort of you got to f- struggle and find a place. And I've done that. And it's like. For a long time. Yeah. And you're like, fucking done now. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's like yeah. I, can't, I can't keep yeah. doing that and, and sort of justify it at this point. Well, you found a new home here, man. <laughs> It seems like they treating you well oh, and you're really enjoying them. The Spring Hill Suites. Oh, no, I'm talking oh, about Stir Crazy. Oh, and the Spring Hill Suites. I mean, yes, dude, this, this hotel's a <laughs> fucking pretty sick, dude. Yeah. I, I w- traveled, uh, I never talk about where I actually work on here, but I traveled for work recently and uh, they put me up in a fucking five-star hotel. Nice. First time I ever was in one of those. Dude, it was so sick. The bed... I've never slept on a bed like that. And it was just like, I didn't even want to get up the whole four days, dude. I was just like in that shit. I looked up like who made the mattress. It's Sertra. Sertra? Setra? Serta. Serta mattress. Yeah, I have no idea, man. I have no idea. I've got I have the same mattress for like six, seven years. Oh, I have a funny story about... Whoops. Uh, I stayed... Uh, I was performing in Houston and we they gave us a hotel and... So they had two rooms at this comedy club. One room I was in, and the other room was Kevin Farley. Okay. And uh, and well, you know I'm a huge fan of the sure. Chris Farley, and, and Kevin was really nice. And so Kevin said to me, he's like, uh, "Hey, have you checked out the hotel room beds?" And I'm like, "No." He's like, "Look at this," and he he shows me a picture on his phone of a basically a pea stained mattress. And he's like, "So he's like, uh, so I asked to switch rooms, and then I pulled back to covers, and he shows me another pea stained mattress." He's like, "So I switched rooms again, pea stained mattress." What the fuck, Four man? Pea stained mattresses. I was like, did you flip that back the fifth one? He's like, no. No. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> we're, he's like, we are sleeping on pea stained Yeah. Mattresses. Ignorance is bliss at this point, man. I don't want to yeah. know. Dude, that's disgusting. Like, who the hell? I mean, other than children, who's still pissing the bed, man? <laughs> Oh, right, geez, it's so bad. Or did you get a discount? Is some some discount? Right. All of our mattresses are peed on. We yeah. guarantee <laughs> wholesale special here. <laughs> Everything Fuck. must go, <laughs> dude. I would. I thought you were gonna say bed bugs, man. That's my worst nightmare. Oh my god, I had bed bugs Ooh. one time when I was like in high school. The fuck! It was a fucking nightmare, dude. You got to get rid of all your shit, right? Everything, or and you, then you never, and you think every time. So like. You look fucking hairless, dude. Actually, it's very strange. Yeah, he has. He has. We found one chest hair. This we mentioned morning. that we are naked uh, on this podcast. I was are. gonna. I was gonna try and relate with Tom about like hairy arm stuff or like hairy yeah. leg. Yeah, nothing. But no, he's like a fucking uh-huh. like a sphinx. A sphinx. I once had a. I was at a bar and this guy said to me, "He's like, you don't have a hair on your ass." And I was like, "You're right. You're, yeah, you're you're absolutely absolutely man. Right. Holy shit! Okay. That is not a threat. Well, that is I'm gonna. Truth. I'm yeah. gonna make the comparison anyways." Um, <laughs> Well, like when you're hairy, uh, like your blanket and your hair, like, you know, obviously lay on top of each other. So sometimes they like readjust, the hair is like, will like readjust sh- like slightly. And for like six straight months, every fucking time that happened after I had bed bugs, I thought it was a fucking bed bug. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, it yeah. was 
torture. Like every time oh. a piece of hair like went back down to touch my leg, I'm like, I lift yeah. the mattress up. I'm like, what the fuck, dude? I thought I, I was losing my mind. I had that in college where it was uh, <laughs> a mattress. It was, it was, I'm so stupid. Like, because you're in college, you're just like, oh, cool. They already have a mattress here. Jesus. I'll just sleep on that. Here's the, some advice. Never sleep on a mattress and the previous owner and the guy's name was Spuds. Oh, that's, yeah. That's, a, bad, that's a good tip. That's that, a good tip. Yeah, yeah he's yeah. probably an actual potato. <laughs> <laughs> it just fucking... But, uh, yeah, I had I had mites and I remember I was just getting these itches and, like, the whole side of my body <gasps> would just be, like, red bumps. Oh, my God. Yeah. And I was, like, had to go to a doctor. And, yeah. And You're like, maybe pr- I'm allergic to college. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I'm not supposed to be here. Yeah. <laughs> I was a senior at that point. So <laughs> I don't know if I could have justified it. But, yeah, I was... Uh, Dude, that's a uh, fucking legit nightmare. Oh, yeah. We had to, we didn't throw out everything. We had to dry clean. Luckily, I wasn't, like, a clothes horse, so it wasn't right. like I had a ton of stuff. Oh, like, my God. Like, five shirts. Yeah, I bet you did. He Dude. still just has two pants. So Hey, man, I'm, I swear to God, I have, look, all the laundry I have is in the back of my Jeep right now. I, I went to do laundry at my mom's house yesterday. Uh-huh. That's all I ever have to do. Right. I've got like four, five shirts, yeah. of a week's yeah. worth of rotating underwear, a couple extra if, if, if a day gets crazy, and then, you know, <laughs> and that's it, dude. And I go to my mom's house like once a week, do laundry, <laughs> eat for free there, take a hot shower, because right. my fucking water heater, man... You're living your best life. Dude, I am... <laughs> You're his mom is. So, so, no, I, yo, it, honestly, this is the most consistently broke I've ever been in my entire existence, and this is undoubtedly the happiest I've ever been. That's oh, awesome. Fucking uh, weird, man. The cliche always just didn't make sense. You just have, I'm like a person that doesn't learn unless I experience it. Right. I have to experience it for me to go, ah... Oh. Gotcha. That, that goes back to the who's to say what's good or bad. Yeah, you know? right. It's like, yeah. So maybe yeah, yeah, yeah. Living. I guess so, huh? Yeah. yeah. And I think I think that's true is like, like looking back at my comedy career, it's like, you know, the, the stuff you had to go through, it makes you appreciate what you have now. Oh, and those, and those sweet gigs. Mm-hmm. Oh, they, they, they feel, you feel more grateful. Yeah, of course. For all the bullshit that you go Especially through. Especially when, when they're helping you legitimately maintain. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like, oh man. I, I mean, I'm not. I don't see myself stopping. I don't have a reason to like, I like people um, that I vibe with. I don't like everybody. I have a very strange outlook on the majority of things that life has to offer. But one thing that I do know is I love the podcast. Mm -hmm. I love it. I love this sharing stories. I mean, we're not here like, so tell me about uh, the first time that you got a laugh. What did that feel like? Like, I don't want to be that guy. And like, I don't want to be that guy on stage either. It's just like, I I get to be myself Totally. Truly, mm-hmm. for the first time almost ever. And it feels so cool, dude. Because honestly, yeah. the only opinion that's ever mattered <clears throat> for the past like five, six, seven years is my mom's. Mm-hmm. That's just how it goes. I've not given a fuck about everybody else's opinion on earth other than my mom's and hers like weighs heavily. Does, yeah. some, she, does she watch you perform? Yeah, dude. Awesome. Oh, that's and awesome. And she loves it. And that's she's great. And then, like, not only is she supportive, like she really does enjoy it. And like, she's going to come to the show tonight. I Me, mean, her and my dad are going to come to the show. And it's like, that's fucking cool, dude. So to be doing something that I can bring mm-hmm. like them, like, Hey, check this out. And I don't hold back either. Like I'm an open book, man. Um, <laughs> There's no secrets, so there's no like holding back. Like I can't wait to tell this one story on stage. I have to have like a 15 minute set though, 
it's about the time that like this girl shit on me during sex. Um, sorry, things got real R rated right now, but uh, <laughs> it's a 15 minute hilarious story. And my mom's heard that story. Like, so she can't be surprised by anything I say on stage. You know what I mean? Right. So not, not after a story like that. No, exactly. And so, I mean, me and my mom have kind of always had that, like, I, I don't want to torture you with my stories. I don't want to call you out, but I, I have a similar story. It's kind of my bit. Uh, Is it? Where do you have no, one? Like, no, I don't. No. I was like, dude, where? Oh, I need to hear it. Where? Same girl. It. It's the same girl. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's a thing. I watch both. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I was filming. <laughs> yes. Oh wow. my god! But the story is um, just the con- the backstory. What happened? What happened after? It's a fucking hilarious story. <laughs> and so I don't have that fear when my mom and my dad come watch me. Like, oh shit, I got to do like this set. Or if on the podcast, like you know, we're not going to get into it because I, I don't not going to just preach about everything. But we talk a lot about like psychedelics and stuff. And um, it is what it is, dude. Yeah. I'm a perfectly functioning member of society. The great job, benefits, and yada yada, and I do stuff. That that is not that, and I have a good balance, man. I feel good, I'm happy, and it's like, all right, now her opinion is like off of my shoulders. Like I have nothing holding me back now from like being myself. It was only my mom, but now I'm like myself completely, and she's like, okay, this is funny. I'm like, cool, <laughs> cool, cool, cool. I, yeah, I think once you break that getting pooped on barrier, yep. you're you're home free. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it's 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 freeing. It's freeing. It's a it was a pretty shitty night, man. If I could, uh, one message for your listeners is tell that poop story, guys. I'm go- I have to. I literally haven't gotten booked for a set long enough to tell it because I refuse to do that in the seven minutes. Maybe you should tell the bookers. Hey, I got a great poop story. I need about fifteen minutes. I'll yeah. be right down. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do it in my best like a uh, high pitched voice too, so it's like less intimidating. Like, hey guys. I want that like the lost tapes of like Lake will be gone, like Garrison Keeler's <laughs> getting. I'm so sorry straight. that reference. Um, oh, I'm sorry. Goes straight through me. Yeah, I don't understand okay. it either. Okay. I'm we're so probably, sorry. We're probably the same age, so I'm when he says down. certain references, I don't know what the fuck he's talking about. It's all about. good, but I know they're good ones. Garrison Keeler, NPR. He was like no. Lake, the Lake most boring very, voice guy. Yes, exactly. Uh, now I know. I still don't a little know. bit of context. Okay, yeah, uh, you know why? Only he reason- wouldn't tell a poop getting pooped on story. I feel like this podcast has gotten away from me here. No, I, uh, this is what it is, man. <laughs> this is what it is. Right. This, this, this podcast is is pretty much to turn you guys into onions, man. Yeah. And like, hey, let's peel back this layer. Let's see if they think this is funny. Yeah. <laughs> and obviously you guys have some kind of entertainment with a potential shit story. So that's good to know. Yeah. Um, I think, well, I think going back to what you said about the independent spirit, like that, I think that's great. Like we just started mm-hmm. our podcast, the I'm a rescue podcast. Nice. Do, with, with the puppy and everything too, huh? With yeah. the, the artwork with the puppy on it. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Oh, Abigail. <laughs> Abigail. Oh, Abigail's English okay. bulldog. Yeah. We, oh my God. She's, that's like one thing we miss when we go on the road. Is that's that, so hard uh, leaving her dude, behind. I can't even, I, I don't even have to give examples. I know what you're talking about. Like yeah. it's fucking destructive to my soul <laughs> when I have to be like, bye my, my son. I call him my son, man. Yeah. His name is Bishop. And I'm like, bye, bitch. And he like looks through the window as I leave every day. I'm like, you motherfucker. (laughs) You know know. what you're doing to me. Right. Yes. So new podcast. Yeah. So we started our podcast. But I mean, I think that's one thing. I met Steph probably seven years ago, six years ago. Yeah, about seven years ago. And, uh, you know, that's one thing she's taught me over the years is that, uh, you know, that's what I say is uh, 
I call her a rescue, but she rescued me. Yeah, dude. Um, Girls, women, yeah. the right women will do that. Yeah, but yeah, she, she taught up, me dude. just she taught me those things of like asking and like uh, doing stuff on my own because it's it's. I think we're living in this great time now as performers is is we don't need to get discovered by Netflix or an sure. agent or whoever. It's like if the American public likes what you do, they will come to you, and then those. Uh, weasels will come to you right. inside yeah, you. Create, right. Creating your own content or just creating your own opportunities. Like when right. I first started, I was struggling getting booked and I'd be like, Tom, like it's so hard right. to get booked. Especially and I was in like, LA, right? So, it's gotta be fun. Oh it's I've heard so many comics stories. in LA. Yeah. It's not even, and, yeah, getting booked on the right things. Yeah. Sure. So. I mean, you're begging to get on fucking bar shows that don't pay anything. You know what I mean? Like, it's not easy. Yeah. So then I was it's like, grind, screw dude. this. I'm yeah. going to just start booking. I'm going to start creating my own shows. Mm-hmm. Fuck yeah, dude. And then I trade or whatever, and I just yep. keep getting, you know, it's easier. And that's mm-hmm. the best way to make connections is just like you book six people. Right. Sometimes they're on their way to opportunities that'll open things up for you. And they'll look back and be like, oh shit, Steph was so sick, the host of this show, yada, yada. She'd be good to book on here. And like that yeah. stuff is already yeah. happening for me. I'm not, look, I've never, ever, my ego isn't check enough to like comfortably talk without not bragging, but like I have been fucking putting in work, dude. Whatever work that people talk about you need to do right. is I'm like, okay, I want to do that. Mm-hmm. And dude, the, I'm yielding insane results, not from getting booked on shows yada 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 i'm talking about just like meeting people and like befriending people organically like i'll never fucking kiss someone's ass because of who they are Mm -hmm. right right they will never help you in the way that you need help if you hate them or if like you have some alter ulterior motive like why am i even friends with this guy so yeah i'm just fucking grateful man yeah and i think that's the thing that goes back to la like people always like go back to the midwest or wherever you go they always say oh people in la are fake and like how do you live out there with all the fake and it's like well, it's not, it's who you surround yourself yes. with. And Create like, your own little world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I learned early on, like who I wanted to be around yep. and who I enjoyed hanging around and who sort of sucked your energy. You know, you talk yes. about your pol- police vibes. Uh, vibe cop. Vibe cop. <laughs> it's yeah. like reading people's vibes. Like, not that I'm like new age or anything, but it's like, I get a feeling from people. Yeah, we, it's like, I feel like we like are in tune to yeah. people's personalities yeah. pretty quickly. Same. You can like, just tell if someone is a user, I think. Yeah. You, yeah. Can, you can really feel people suck your energy out and like, just like, well, what are you up to? What are you doing? You know? And it's like, right. You know, and it's just like, trying to poke and see if like some gold will fall out. Yeah. Right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And it's, and it's like, I, I'm always very nice, but you know, over the years I've learned that people, <laughs> don't reciprocate reciprocate you know it's like yeah, you're nice and you're like oh i'm gonna help this person then they'll they'll help me once they get to their place and it's like nope that you're just a stepping stone to yeah. their success or whatever and I, and I feel lucky to have come from like i spent most of my teenage years uh like in the hardcore music scene like punk hardcore uh-huh. type right and as angst filled as that scene is like the music and like what the music actually represents the like sense of community was it's almost the same exact thing as it is in comedy right now. Yeah, it now. sounds very similar. It is. There's like one or two assholes that everyone knows. Like when they come around, they're just like, Ugh, you know, mm-hmm. I've already figured out who th- that guy is for me, one right. person. And it doesn't matter. It just now I know. It's like, okay, cool. But in the same sense, it's like 
I get on one show, right? And I'm like, oh, this guy's so fucking cool, man. He's really nice to me. Gave me some like feedback on like my set, whatever. And I'm like, hey, do you want to come on the podcast? Because that's all I have to offer, mm-hmm. right? I don't have anything but like a good conversation and some weed and coffee. Like that's what I have to offer right now. So my like natural want is to like host and reciprocate good energy and like, oh, you held the door open for me? Well, I'm going to make you dinner next week. Like, and I think that's going to, (laughs) no, I'm serious, man. And I, uh, thank my mom for that. My mom like took the reins on raising me like emotionally. We've talked about this on the podcast before. I won't get into it, but she like told my dad like, Hey, I got this shit. Like Mm -hmm. anything he needs from you, like make sure you give him good advice, yada, yada. But I'll teach him how to like be, essentially right. not my dad wasn't in, was incapable but it's just how it went and so i'm really grateful to have come into this community and develop this personality by the time i got into like the comedy scene that's awesome instead of having to go through that crazy like like you can only know that people are shaky and shady because people have been shaking shady to you right right it's not mm-hmm. like you can just take advice and be like oh i know what you're talking about yeah, this right. guy no someone's fucked you over enough times where you're like Okay, this is a common personality trait of someone I don't want to be around. Mm -hmm. Right. And I was just lucky enough to not have to experience that in the comedy world. Yeah. Well, I think it does come down to how you were raised and who raised you. And I mean, like, I've had, my parents were, they weren't supportive necessarily of me going into comedy, but they were like, well, that's what you want to do and you can support yourself. That's fine. But like, Steph's mom is incredibly supportive. Her her dad passed away when she was young. Okay. Uh, her mom goes to all the shows. She goes to <laughs> so cool, any dude. show that I produce or if local show, if I, she'll go to anything. And That's she's, so tight. And like all the comics love her. Yeah. Did she, did she do time at all? She should. She, oh my I feel God. like she wants I think to. That'll, she was do on our it. podcast. Uh, so I think maybe that's probably yeah hype her up dude we'll we'll, we'll like (laughs) she she just has that energy where people want to be around her because she makes people feel good that's awesome yeah and people who and again people who don't love that about someone are not the people that you should be hanging out with totally like i uh most of my friends that i had growing up are really not not that they're not my friends friendship can last forever without ever talking to someone again. If half the people I know in my life called me and needed me right now, I'd drop everything to go help them. Mm-hmm. But I don't want to hang out with them on a Friday. Mm-hmm. I don't want them to come over to my house and hang out so I can just hear them bitch for fucking three hours. Like you want to talk about some problems and do some dissecting. We can do that. Right. But like, you just want to just be negative all the time. I can't do it. I can't it. do that I either. I refuse to do it. And ever since I made that like conscious effort, my life has been so much better and so much easier to navigate. Like, yeah. can you guys agree with that? No, I've yeah. had the same experience. Tom and I talked about this yeah. earlier. I've had a few uh, toxic <laughs> friends that were in bad relationships, and it took their. It, it just would, she would like be crying. I'd be crying over, over be, their issues about their issues, and I would try to give my advice, and yeah. they they, they didn't want it, it. Yeah. and they would just li- start lying about their the relationships, and my heart breaks for them, but I. If where I want to be in life, I can't let that interfere. And nope. I and like you, I would be there if they needed me in a minute. But I can't. Sorry, I, I can't. I can't be around <laughs> yeah, it, dude. Right. And uh, it, it sucks even worse because those people usually can't understand where you're coming from because they've never been that person. They've usually always been the person who wants to like, like 
the drama filled people, like some people yeah. subconsciously love they just being love a victim drama. of any kind, right? Whether it's an actual something to address on a huge level, or if it's just like he didn't text me back, man. Like, what, you know, what is he doing? What do you think he's doing? And they just want you to like come into their world, enable their, their victimization. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and I'm like fuck that, dude, can't do it. So I'm really happy to hear that from from you guys because that's mm. um, usually not the case. Right. But yeah. with comics, you mean? No, with just people in general. No, no, no. <clears throat> Comedians, I think I've fucking found my goddamn circle of friends, dude. That's great. Mm-hmm. Everyone's crazy and weird and like uncomfortable. And I love it. Like, it's all good. If I do an Irish goodbye, no one's asking, hey, man, why didn't you fucking say goodbye the other day? Right. Because I, I was fucking done there and I was having anxiety. So I'm out. I'm like, all yeah. about that Irish goodbye Me life. Too. Just <laughs> have a joke about it. I love it. I love you guys, but I don't gotta say fucking bye to everybody. Like if I'm not there, now you know I'm not there. Like <laughs> what is there to ask? Like and well, so I've never caught any flack for being myself so far. Yeah. I'm very new, but I, again. Yeah. I think it also comes from the negativity I think comes from no having no creative outlet. I think mm. people that for sure. have a creative outlet are more positive because because I think uh, we have a friend, uh, Julia Austin, who has a funny joke where sh- she'll see two guys fighting out, fighting in a bar, and she'll she'll say, "Hey, maybe you should go publish those short stories you wrote." <laughs> 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 and that's true. It's like it's a lot of pent up rage, but maybe Dude. pursue that poetry. You know, Dude, <laughs> right, right. I, I'm telling you right now. So funny. When I was so I was straight edge from 17 to 23. I don't know if you're familiar with the term. Oh, cool. Um, Ooh. but like legitimate straight edge, like I, I have tattoos and stuff. Uh, so straight edge is a. Okay, so I'm not. I'm gonna have to kind of just roll it out. So straight edge is a commitment to yourself to live like a sober lifestyle, right? Okay. No drugs, no alcohol. Sometimes like no pr- promiscuity, but fuck, you know, come on, man. Um. So, anyways, from 17 to 23, I was completely. I wouldn't even take fucking ibuprofen for headaches. Mm. Like I was just oh, wow. that guy. No creative outlet. Um. And I was fighting all. Of the time. Really? Yeah. Nothing to show for myself artistically, but I was literally fucking fighting like every other weekend for years. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, who? And I look back now, it's like, what the fuck, man? So, like, let me be the prime example of you are exactly right. Right. When you have nothing to like, no outlet. Yeah, yeah dude. Or I know just a hobby, like a, something. Like yeah, a lot of the friends out, with the yeah. drama, just something. they had no hobby. Yeah, I see. I don't. Yeah. I see. I don't think. Nah, man. I can't oh, working. Be, working out, dude. No way. <laughs> <laughs> I have a joke about that. Mm-hmm. It was yeah. like, yeah, dude. I'm just fucking. I hate my life, man. Like, you know, you should start working out. You're like, oh, yeah, you're right. And they're just like, I fucking hate my wife. I hate my kids. Like, <laughs> like working out's not good for you. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. You're the reason I work out. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I'm tearing fucking pectoral muscles so I can spend overnights in hospitals away from my wife and shit. Like, right. yeah. But um, yeah, I, I mean, I didn't have anything to help with that. No, yeah. I, I was like, fuck medication, fuck therapy, fuck everything. I was like, I'm good. Like, I'll handle this on my own. Like, the storm will pass. But did you? No. I feel like, <laughs> don't you like, and isn't that like the, when you're straight edge, you're also, do you like shave your head and all? I mean, is it, <laughs> isn't that like, very, I don't know. No, 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 no. It's, no, I'm not laughing because you're wrong. I'm laughing because <laughs> it was like a thing. It's not like a requirement, but uh-huh. like, uh, a lot of the punk scene and the hardcore scene just right. had their heads shaved in general. Right. And so what you're talking about is the Sharps, okay. and which is my friends were a part of this group called the Sharps. And what they would do is they would dress like neo-Nazis uh-huh. to lure ah, real neo-Nazis oh 
And we just beat the shit out of them for being Nazis. Oh, okay. That had a nice little positive (laughs) turn at the end of that story. So it's people who look like they love Hitler and they're like, hey, man, sup, dude? You got, right. the red sh- you got the red laces and everything? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you down? Yeah. Fucking swarm, dude. Oh it my was, God. uh, <laughs> I lived a pretty interesting life um, before I was not so depressed. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, so that's a lot of the reason. Uh, I'd say about 30% of the reason why anyone had a shaved head when they were a straight edge. <laughs> Right, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To beat up people. That's nice. Well, to, well, beat, to, up right to people. beat up the right, the right people, people, babe. Right. Yeah, I'm anti-violence on a general level unless it's proven through history that violence is the only way that they learn. And right. everyone is different, just like everyone can't take advice. Some people can listen to advice and be like, oh my God, that's life-changing advice. And apply that immediately and their life is changed. Right. Some people have to get corrected whether it's from somebody, whether it's from just nature, whether it's from whatever. Mm-hmm. And some people just need to get corrected by like, if you act this way, this is going to happen right, every single yeah. time. And I don't have any problem with the things that um, I've done at all. Cause yeah. if you really do adapt those beliefs, it's 20, it was like 2015 at this time. Oh no, nah, was actually way longer than that. Goddamn. It's a good amount of years. Yeah. Um, if it's like, the two thousands, man. If you're really still promoting this idea, oh, it's, it's fuck you on every back. level, yeah. dude. And people don't take me seriously. Mm-hmm. Like people just don't understand. Like the first time that someone is blatantly racist, like maliciously racist, I am gonna beat your ass. Like, yeah. I'm the nicest guy ever. But like things like that, spousal abuse, uh, dogs, dog abuse, dude. I I live in fear every day of seeing someone abuse a dog on the street because oh, I'll fucking kill them. Oh, the, yeah. the, when those videos <laughs> pop up, I can't like. No, yeah. I I I, I remove them from my timeline. Like those people who post that, even if they're my friends, if they're trying to spread awareness. Sorry, guys. No, don't. Like I don't want to see that <laughs> shit. No, it, it, it breaks my yeah. heart. Yeah. I, I would. I don't need proof that it happens. I know Ugh, it happens. Like, and you can't, I hate that yeah. shit so much. Yeah. Same, dude. It's So those three things that are just auto. I, uh, I think in California, they're going to start making it a, a felony if you abuse an animal. Good, like, cause good it, cause dude. Because it is like the next step is doing something to a person. Yeah, you know? well, it's and been it, psychologically uh, supported that um, animal abuse as a fucking human, yeah. not even a child, but as a human on any fucking level of age uh, is like a, precursor for uh autism to to a point where you can't there's no like there's no reasoning there's there's a spectrum it's either that or it's just like you're just off Mm -hmm. and you're gonna continue those behaviors and it's like yeah uh they should make it a felony to kill anything out of malice like not insects and stuff but like if you're just fucking popping heads off of birds and shit just (laughs) because you're having fun like hey man what the fuck you doing dude popping heads off of yeah, like oh, I caught this. I shot this pigeon. It's fucking like a champagne bottle. Oh boy! Ugh. Like, come on, dude. That should be taken seriously too, right? Yeah. Not just dogs, man, or cats or whatever. But yeah, some some crazy people out there. Um, I'm gonna. This is a real long full circle, but back real quick to the hater thing. Um, I'm really happy that you maybe are unaware. Mm-hmm. Or maybe you truly don't have any haters, which is you've the mecca of existence as a person. <laughs> so that's awesome. But first time it doesn't bug me to the point where like I don't stay up at night it's actually a legit kind of a motivator my sister is like awesome she's really supportive right she's like proud of me and shit it's like really cool we didn't have a good relationship until I started smoking weed I hated her until mm-hmm. I started like smoking weed so that was really really strange um but she was talking 
I had just, I last week was the first show I ever got paid anything for, which was so cool to me. Yeah, dude, it was so cool. It was such a cool feeling. Um, I'm not going to say how much. It wasn't a lot at all, but I was like, what the fuck, dude? Like, really? He's like, yeah. I was like, thanks, man. Mm -hmm. And so my sister told one of her friends, because she works at Stand Up Live. Mm -hmm. She's a a host there. Or not a host, but a server. Oh, yeah, yeah. Server. Not a waitress. We're PC in this bitch. They're servers. It's gender fluid. We're PC in this bitch. (laughs) (laughs) That is an amazing Um, line. We're PC in this bitch. I think that'd be a t-shirt right there. We're PC in this bitch. (laughs) Yeah. As PC as I could, uh, as I can consciously be. But, um, so she was talking to one of her coworkers who happened to also be a comic, but she won't tell me who, because I don't care. It's just like, I'd like to know who kind of deal. Mm -hmm. So she was like, yeah, dude, my brother just got paid for his first show. And, and he was like, yeah, what? Like 20 bucks or something. Oh like tell him to calm the fuck down. And I was Ew. like, I was like, bitch, what the fuck, dude? Right. And like, I was like, no one's ever said that like about my progress before. Mm-hmm. That's like the first time I ever experienced someone being like for real, like <sighs> fuck him anyways, dude. I'm like, right. what the fuck? Jealous. And I, I really, uh, I don't know, man. I feel like I don't give a lot of people a lot of reasons to hate me on that level. Was it a? Was it an established comic? Or was I, it I don't just, know. She uh, won't tell me, uh, okay. which makes me think that I've hung out with them before. Right. Which is just weird, man. It well, is. It sounds weird. It sounds like it's not an established comic because I think any <laughs> comic would know. True. Getting paid that twenty bucks lot, is yeah. n- is great, dude. I would. I it, got free pizza one time, and I was like, "Fuck yeah, dude!" Yeah, like, it sounds like someone that <laughs> yeah. doesn't know what the fuck they're talking about. I know. I'm well, just loving it. Dude. I still get excited when they they say you can have a free soda. Hell like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So okay, let's, let's talk about this. Um, what let's say? Well, okay, let's see. Five items that you can have. Your dream items. Like, let's just say you're going on, like, the fucking craziest tour ever, and they're like, what do you want in your, in your green rooms, Steph and Tom? Like, what do you want in there, man? Like, five things, oh, anything. Cool. Okay. What would that be? Okay. Let's just say they already have a television and a microwave. So this is between the two of us? We have to pick five? Or yeah, because I think the five is a pretty, cool. pretty fair a, amount. A together, bed, together a bed for sure. Say. In the green room? In yeah. the green room? Yeah, to nap. Or to, or to fuck real quick. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> I don't. You can do that anywhere, yeah, though. I feel like you can have a couch. Let's not. Let's oh, not you know, use I like. I like a good nap. Oh, wait, this is Steph's green room. Yeah, this is okay. Steph's green yeah, room. Yeah, yeah. Right. Let okay. me shine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, so I already got. One. I like you. Already gave me a microwave and a TV. TV. Okay, right. definitely TV. Okay, so let's see. A bed. My dog. Oh hell yeah! I'm gonna have to split that. Tom, because I like when Tom uh, performs oh, with me. Oh my god, that's so nice. sweet. Not an object though, Steph. In you are way. my object, <laughs> yeah. bitch. Yeah. Up in this PC, yes. bitch. <laughs> yeah. You see that fucking ring right there? Dude? Yeah. yeah. You see this ring? I bought it myself because I lost the ring you gave me. Okay. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. I know. Whoa. She, she was harder on herself for it than I. I didn't. I felt I was so like, bad, oh. dude. I would. Yeah. I would too. I'm not gonna pile on the guild, but oh. that's a that's a dick move, dude. I I know it is. <laughs> okay. So um, bed, your bed. dog, Tom. Yeah. The memory of your wedding ring. And what else? <laughs> uh, <laughs> what else? Well, my phone. For Oh, shit. Well, no, I no, gotta, no. I got to be scrolling all the time. Phone, your phone is with you. Yeah, you have that on you. Okay, cool. This yeah. is like something like they got to say like, we got it. We need a dolly and we need to... F- put this okay. in the, the room. Sure. Or, yeah. or sushi. I love me some sushi. Fuck yeah, dude. Sushi. What kind though, real quick? Oh, shit. Oh, man. So I got a, a sushi chef in there 
Yeah, yeah. They're like, yo, <laughs> okay, so you got a sushi chef in there. Fuck sushi, you got and options. he can open for me too. This if he's good at it, like he's an opener too. I like right. the sushi chef and you're just napping and he's like, uh, what do yeah, I do? This wasn't a nigiri. <laughs> yeah, yeah, where they put you, you know, where you're naked and they put the sushi on you like you're like, a, yo. it's like art. And then you wake up and there's sushi on Or Tom you. comes yeah. in, you're like, Tom, you like sushi? Yeah, right. sushi on Tom. He, Tom's naked and there's yeah. sushi on him. Or yeah. make him feed you. You sushi off your body, yeah. Like me, that's, that's what like, I call like, a, like a real dom move, you know. Yeah, that's what I call a dragon roll. Hello. <laughs> hey, caterpillar know. roll, baby. Hey. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he's making. Yeah, I, I like the sushi. Sa- salmon. You asked which kind. Salmon, <laughs> yeah. su- any kind. I love eel. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, wasabi up in there. Hey, I had um, raw wasabi for the first time. I didn't even know that it wasn't wasabi when it comes in like the paste. Mm-hmm. It's like horseradish is in the wasabi when it's paste. Mm-hmm. But I had just like. Just wasabi, fucking so much better, dude. Oh, I never had it. It just looks like green, like, like guacamole. Yeah, it'll clear no, up your knees. No, it's dark. Oh, it's really? dark. Yeah, it's weird. It looks oh, like algae. Hmm. Honestly, it, oh, yeah. I don't know if I've ever had it raw then. Yeah, or just just wasabi. It's huh. just like break it up in like a little pestle and mortar type shit. It was really weird. That's but crazy. It was good. And I got one more item. Yeah, one more uh, item. I feel like there's no room left. There's room in this green room. This is a big ass yeah. green room, boo. <laughs> oh, I know, I know. The I, movie Clifford. Because that makes me laugh. That shit makes me laugh. Damn, that's a fucking... <laughs> that's very specific. Clifford? Uh, the big s- red dog? No, no, no. Oh, you never... Okay, Clifford with Martin Short. No, and okay. Charles Grodin. And Charles Grodin. <laughs> okay. It's grown on me, that movie. I, I, I thought it was the dumbest movie ever, but <laughs> it's so dumb. It's like, how did this get made? It's such a cult classic. Check it out. Yeah. Early 90s. Okay. okay Martin Clifford. Short plays a, a boy. He yeah. plays a boy, but he's a grown man. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. It, it's so ridiculous and so okay. uh, crazy. Yeah. So you got a bed, a sushi chef with mm-hmm. options, mm-hmm. your dog, mm-hmm. uh, Clifford. Right. <laughs> No, that was five, right? And Tom. Oh, and Tom. And no shit. Well, yeah, yeah. Okay. Do okay. I, now do I got to include you That's in my pretty, five, or what? No, I'm dude, already, I'm this is your. This is yeah. your green room, Tom. You, you get it. You're yeah. the, I'm already <laughs> in your green room, so uh, I don't have to include you on my list. So, so like now, is that green room a shared green room? So all my there's five a, things are an adjoining room. It's now you were headlining, uh, and Tom's there as a spectator. That's right. You're headlining. I'm uh, headlining. Yeah. Yeah. You, and now you're opening for me. And now, now, yeah, she's nah. just like, hey, we have an extra green room. Do you want something in there, Tom? And you're like, fuck, really? And you're like, yeah, five right. things. Oh, cool. And she smacks the shit out of you. Right. And then what do you say? Yeah, smack I'm you. calling the police. Um, <laughs> so the police? The vibe police. Um, <laughs> vibe cop. Yeah. Vibe cop. <laughs> no, well, I do have to say, I have a funny story about green rooms. Uh, so I, per- I opened for Jim Gaffigan at the arena. So cool, dude. In Milwaukee. And my uh, favorite clean comic ever yeah he, yeah he is wonderful and uh so i'm i get there we get there early and it's me my dad uh my one of my best friend growing up and my cousin and we walk in and i'm like oh you know they, they don't really tell us where to go we we pull into the arena like we they say just honk the horn okay. and the garage will open and you go in so it's like rock star sort of <laughs> sure. status except i'm in like a 2002 geo metro hey, but you're there dude yeah and they're not they're yeah. just fucking opening the garage for That's you my right. dude me Giannis, <laughs> Ane Tukumpo, and and you know so all these Anyways, so I go in and uh, they're like, go to a green room. So I'm like looking for the green room. No one's really saying anything to me. They're just sort of like in awe, I imagine. Yeah. Um, Fuck, it's Tom Clark, dude. What the hell? Yeah. So I just see a sign that says green room. I go in. 
amazing. There's there's a chef cutting meat. There's oh, a, shit. five or six big screen TVs, a bar, what the everything fuck? you can want. So I'm like, so we all are like, oh, wow, let's sit down. And, yeah. and we're like making ourselves at home, getting a drink. Okay. And all of a sudden this guy comes in, he's like, Ah, uh, this isn't your green room. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> so we walk down the hall, and it's still a decent green room, but it's like it's like a one big screen TV, no food. Uh, I think at one point they brought in like a vegetable tray from right. like Vons Some or fucking something. Fritos from fries. Right, right. Yeah. Well, and we found uh, the night before Justin Timberlake had performed. So I imagine like his backup dancers were in this green room. Okay. We found a, a loaf of bread and some peanut butter. My cousin was so hungry. Oh my God. He just took it Wasn't out. Wasn't it in the trash? It was in the trash. Dude, fuck it. <laughs> and his cousin's so hungry, he started making some peanut butter and, and jelly sandwiches. Was the sandwiches. twist tie still on it? Uh, it was still on it. It was yeah, still yeah, fresh loaf of bread. It's and, fine. And my, uh, so what if there's drugs in it? Yeah. And my dad's like, oh, I have one too. My <laughs> so here we are, the five, the four of us in this eating green room, out of the trash eating can. trash trash sandwiches. You're about to get a charcuterie board of a lifetime, and now you're just eating fucking trash right. sandwiches, dude. Eventually, oh we got God. to go in the other green room, but it was uh, so funny. It, it was just funny that we were that they're like, this isn't your green room. Yeah. Hey, sir, are you, you lost? Right. Yeah. You no know, backpacks allowed in here. Yeah. <laughs> so I, your five items. Five items. Oh, yeah. I would Could like. Come, yeah. Uh, I was getting fucking lost in the sauce. I'd like a video game system, like with all the old '80s video yes. games, like cool. Dig Dug and Miss Pac-Man and all that. Like a cabinet, stuff. one yeah, of the cabinets. Like, yeah, okay. exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, I can make that happen, dude. Yeah, I know I, people in the arcade business. <laughs> yeah, and I think I'd also like one. Uh, I think I'd like another video game with like the uh, NFL and the NBA uh, basketball and football on it. Okay. Oh my gosh. Yeah, okay. That's I don't know why I've picked those two, but I nostalgic. Did. Yeah, nostalgic, yeah. and uh, and they would be free. I would hope. Um, and, uh, food wise, what would I like food wise? I guess, uh, Culver's, you ever have Ooh, Culver's? Fuck yeah. The butter burgers, dude. Yeah. I think, <laughs> I think a Culver's, uh, oh, yeah, man. that would be, uh, give me flashbacks sweet. right now. I'm, I'm, I'm on day four. No meat, dude. Yeah. Oh, can't oh, really? sound that shit around me. Yeah. Oh boy. No meat. I couldn't do it. I can't do it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> let's see. So where am I at? Three. Yeah. Culver's. Four. And obviously, you know, Abigail, our dog, would come and go between the two green rooms. Right, so right. I don't really count. She's he's already in, and you know, okay. I'm already showing up in hers. So eating sushi gonna, and shit. Yeah, I'm not gonna on mention, a bed. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm, yeah, I'm wearing sushi. So stuff <laughs> yeah. Can, yeah. Honey, what you want more sushi? And then I, I get one on my nipple. She's like <laughs> gnawing it off. Um, <laughs> So that's how we do it. <laughs> hey man, you gotta keep that's it. just a Tuesday. That's, yeah, and yeah. that's not even the spicy roll, my guy. It's California roll. Let's We're see. just warming up. Four and five. I guess uh man, oh man, two more things. Um uh, let's see. What what else would I like in there? So, yeah, it's not so easy, it's is not it? Easy. Uh well, she's got you covered on a few fronts already. That's true. That's yeah, true. So we, we got the dog, yeah, and we got sushi uh, stuff covered. Um I'm trying to think. Maybe a nice massage chair. Nice massage chair to okay. relax in. That would be cool. That would be uh, fucking nice, actually. Yeah. yeah. And uh, boy, oh boy, the last thing, um, the Rolling Stones. Just them? Yeah, just yeah. them. <laughs> You're just fucking hanging out. What's up, guys? Not like, even playing, just, just, <laughs> just chilling. scattered around do the you, room. Do you think just hanging out with them would be fun? Uh, 
It'd probably, probably be not. horrible. I wonder how that would actually be. Like, hey, is my green room guys like, <laughs> like why the fuck are we here, dude? <laughs> it's I'm part Tom, of Tom's. I'm Tom, yeah, <laughs> we just have to be here, folks. Yeah, it's a make a wish thing. Don't fucking They're ask not questions. even performing on it. Right, they won't even right. talk to me. They're right, just, they're just smoking cigarettes in the corner. Like, right. who's this guy, man? Just make it uncomfortable for them. It's like you guys charge a lot of money for tickets. You just hang out in here. Right, right, right. Holy shit, that's a pretty. That's pretty solid, dude. That's pretty solid. Yeah. I bet that's a respectable list right there. Thank you. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna join. Okay, do it. Um, weed for sure. That's right. number one. Um, it's gotta happen. Uh, iced coffee. Oh, yeah. Um, a vegan pizza from Whole Foods. Nice. If you haven't had that, uh, you re- I swear, man. I know you probably hear this enough, but uh, you really can't tell. Like the vegan pepperoni is even yeah. like tastes just like pepperoni. It's weird, I'm but it's try that shit. It's fucking awesome. Um, probably. Uh, I feel like that's a choice you're gonna regret, like a year from now. Like if this green room is ongoing, yeah. at some point a year from now, you're like, oh, I'm off that vegan thing now. Well, so okay, <laughs> let me backtrack real quick. Uh-huh. I'll tell a two minute story why my voice is so raspy and fucked. I got food poisoning, right? So I was, I didn't eat meat for like two and a half years almost. And like, I just recently started eating meat maybe like three months ago, four months ago. Mm -hmm. And I've like gained weight, feel terrible. All of the side effects of like just not eating meat, then eating meat. And so, all right, I'm gonna be honest. Um, I was going to do a little bit of acid and uh, didn't want to do it on an empty stomach. And so I went and to McDonald's. that's good advice for the kids out there, folks. Yeah, if you're going to yeah, do yeah. acid, don't do it on an yeah, empty yeah. stomach. Have a nice tuna Have sandwich. A- <laughs> and make sure make sure you are educated on the matters at hand, all right? Uh-huh. Um, I don't advocate any drug use when they don't know what the fuck to expect, period. Sure. I'm, I'm very, very conscious of most things. And uh, one of them is don't trip on an empty stomach. Mm-hmm. So me being the fucking gluttonous piece of shit I've been for the last few months, I go to McDonald's, I get a hot and spicy, and a McDouble, right? The mm-hmm. combo, mm-hmm. two fifty. That, that is not a combo. I'd like to <laughs> no, it's a that's combo. That's your combo. It's that's a, a combo. combo. <laughs> <laughs> two fifty, two dollars and fifty cents, dude. Uh-huh. Um, and so I uh, eat it, and I take said acid. And uh, whoa, don't throw these terms around, Sid. Yeah, cool, Sid. Um, dude, I was taking, <laughs> oh, dude, I was taking some fucking Lucy, dude. No, and uh, I fell asleep because it was a pretty late at night, and like I woke up. Is that a good idea to take? No, it's it? fine, okay. totally fine. Like, right. there's nothing, there's nothing, there's no like downside of that other than what I just ate. Uh-huh. So I woke uh-huh. up in my fucking stomach, dude. I've never felt this way in my life, and I was tripping. So oh, I just started throwing up all night long. And so if you've ever experienced in psychedelic world, you know that it is like a, I don't know, man, it always feels like it's a teacher. It doesn't feel like it's there to like pat you on your back and shit. Like it makes you like confront the things in your life you're not happy about. Okay. Mm-hmm. At least that's what I've been using it for. And it's worked wonders for me personally. Again, I'm not advocating, but, uh, so I'm throwing up all night so much, like so much. And it got to the point where I literally felt like my body was like, yeah, bitch, you want to keep fucking eating like this? Like, yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm like, okay. <laughs> and I literally at one point in time, I was like, all right, all right. I was like, fucking stop, dude. I was crying. My stomach hurt so bad. And so I just took that as a lesson of like, hey, man, time to stop eating meat. I'm like, wow. fuck. 
I like you didn't take the other lesson, which maybe not to do acid. No, that's <laughs> never the lesson. Dude. Yeah, that's not the lesson, Tom. And again, <laughs> don't and again, eat McDonald's. That's to the some, lesson. to some ears, this might sound a little, uh, you know, psychotic, depending on who I'm talking to. But uh, yeah, the lesson is never don't do LSD. The lesson is, hey, you know the shit you've been doing that you've been putting back in your mind, you've been pretending that's not happening. No, 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 no. We're going to fucking deal with this shit right now. That's why I have no fucking, I have no problems in my life other than my stomach and paying my bills, man. Okay. I'm good on all fronts and I owe it majorly to, uh, you know, Sid. uh, Mushrooms too. Oh, mushrooms. Yeah. Nice. Marijuana. Nice. Um, I'm a very, uh, thank you, drugs. Yeah. Honestly, (laughs) dude. It's, uh, I'm writing a fucking, um, a book right now about, how I wanted, like, went from, like, super talk shit about every drug ever. People who took Tylenol for fucking fevers, I was like, dude, just drink some green tea and take a bath without being a pussy. I was that guy, right, to who I am now. The story's pretty crazy, and it's pretty cool. A um, little heavy, but... I'd like to add green tea in a bath to my... Uh, yeah. To my I was going to say a bath, because you like to take a nice bath. Dude, yeah. okay, so you A got, bath full of green tea. Ooh, oh, okay. Hot green the tea. Hot green tea. Ooh. Damn, after a shower so that you can drink the green tea and it not be gross. Oh, a little honey in there? Yeah. That's what I had before I came over here. Nice. Try to help my voice a little okay. bit. Little little actually it was Earl Grey. I can't front. I'm sorry guys. I lied to you. <laughs> oh, yeah. <hot. laughs> get rid of the Rolling Stone. I'm gonna take a hot tub and okay. green tea. So now you got you you guys are both pro bath. Uh, no. uh I he don't he don't you don't, don't bathe. I don't bathe at all. Uh, <laughs> that's my thing. I like a good bath. No, okay. I, I, I like candles and music. Just okay. chill, like yeah. Hers is very music. involved. It seems I'm, I'm sort of quick in and out of the okay. shower. I take five minute showers. I'm very involved in the showering process. I hate oh dude my fucking my whole life I've been the guy <clears throat> kid to lay down in the tub like the tub shower combos mm-hmm. like how all smaller houses have, and I would just fall asleep. With the hot water like running on oh me, and, like I would just take showers for an hour, two hours sometimes. Oh jeez! It's like been my my safe space. That, that water bill though. Yeah, <laughs> it's Arizona, dude. Oh like, really, chief? Yeah, we're, we're not in California, dude. <laughs> Fuck the earth, man. We're out here. Um, <laughs> so let's go. Uh, we already do drugs. <laughs> And fuck the air, no, and we're no. PC up in this bitch. <laughs> yeah, dude. Honestly, what's what's not politically correct about that though? It's too late to be politically politically correct about the Earth. We went we went too far, dude. Yeah. Don't mean not say don't be conscious. I'm just saying, hey man, it is what it is now. I mean, I still use straws. I can't same, give it up. Same, but you know what? I will use the air dryer sometimes. Um, rather than the paper towels or the you know paper towels to dry my hands. Right. Um. I will, I will say no to a bag if I can carry what I buy in my hands. Um, other like, than that, you're like Bono. I don't I know. Don't. I, don't, I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know about that one. That's the U two guy, right? Yeah, right. He, oh boy, between Garrison Keeler and Bono, how old am I? He, he <laughs> dude. I, I've never been musically molested before, but that I woke up with that motherfucker's album on my phone and was pissed off that U oh, two yeah, was yeah. on my phone and I didn't want him to be there. Yeah. Really. Was that like a like a musical raping? Um, right. I feel like I can't speak on that. I, I, still, I still have it on my phone. It's it's nice. <laughs> I see it pop up, but I'm I don't know how to use it, so <laughs> I just leave it. You just wake up with some random dude in your phone. It's like, what the fuck happened? Who right. loaded this into my phone, dude? Who this? Yeah, who, who, who this? 
Great. Oh, yeah. we, we need two more items, right? Or oh, from, I already got them. No, from... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bye-bye. Two more items. Yep. From Shy Boy. <laughs> Green tea bag. Shy Boy. Uh, that's his... Oh, that's, that's one his, of his nicknames. That's one of his oh, nicknames. Oh, Sad Boy Shinobi. Oh. Sad Boy. Sad Boy. Shinobi. Shinobi. Sad Shinobi stemming from Naruto. Um, it's some nerd shit. It's just means ninja. Cool. Anyways, Shy Boy um, is a good nickname for it, somebody that's dude, shy. I, about, I'm going to tell you guys something AKA off the, the Shy Ninja. How about that? Shy Ninja. I'm going <laughs> to tell you guys something cool. off the podcast right now. I'm so it's so fucking crazy you said that, but I'm not ready to even speak on any of that um, to any of the listeners. But I'm going to tell you record. Something. Yes. Um. All right. Last two items, probably uh, my sister because she's nice to be around and she always like has weed too. Um, and she's got that hip hop flow, right? She can no, no, she just oh. book shows. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. She doesn't. She's not musically inclined oh, okay. at all. Um, and uh, fuck, man, I got pretty much all bases covered, dude. Maybe some Virgil's cream soda. Okay. Yeah, I think okay. that's the last cream thing. Soda. Cream soda, pizza, nice. weed. My sister and uh, I don't even know what I said. Green uh, tea. Green tea bath. Green tea bath. <laughs> yes. Yes, 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 hot green tea bath. Post shower though. Post shower. Yeah, but uh, yeah, the shower, dude. I, I fuck. That's my safe space, man. Like I'll just take a shower for hours with the right music playing, and I'll just fall asleep. And like my alarm clock used to be, I used to live in, like a Section Eight housing, which is fucking poor houses for people mm-hmm. who don't make money. Mm-hmm. And uh, <clears throat> we got like a thirty minute timer of like hot water, like there. So that would be like my alarm clock. I would wake up, turn my shower on hot, lay in there and get an extra 30 minutes of sleep. And when the water got cold, it would wake me up and then I would finish my shower. And like, by the time I got in my shower, I'd be like fully fucking energized because all I could do was take a hot, a cold shower. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like uh, there's a simpler way, but, uh, we're lucky that we, that you're alive. Right. Die in the shower. No, no, no. I mean, I don't like have it on my face so okay. I can like inhale the water. I'm just <laughs> <laughs> He's like waterboarding himself. A few more minutes. <laughs> You're probably like stuff like, who the fuck do we invite into our hotel? Right, right, yeah. He's going to fucking take a 30 He's going to take a shower. He's going to take a two hour Hey, can shower. I wash my hands before I leave? Right. I just turn on the shower. Hey, what are you doing in there, man? He showers face down. That's what he <laughs> yeah. Face to the Holy rain. fuck. My mom actually got me like a, a shower pillow at one point in time. Um, like one of those like cool. ones that you inflate and you just like push the little sticky things on and it like uh, adheres uh, adhesive to like windows and stuff. You know what I'm talking about? Oh yeah, yeah. And they had those for the bathtub. They're like little pillow. Nice. This, like, this seems. I, I'm gonna just warn you. Let's let's stop with the sleeping in the sh- in the bathtub. It, it, it seems like a dangerous thing. No man. I I kind of doze off. I will in not the, stop. In the bath. Yeah. I'm ready, dude. If I die via shower, I deserved it. <laughs> Trust me. <laughs> Listen, I want to see that Law and Order where it's like, <laughs> how did he die? <laughs> Looks like he showered to death. Uh, like, yeah, good joke, Tom. <laughs> really, how would he die? <laughs> no, I think he actually he drowned in the shower. Um, yeah, dude. Um, but shout out to Long Showers, man. But guys, we're rounding up an hour and ten minutes. Oh, that's dope. Isn't that fucking cool, dude? It's so time flies when you're talking about haters and green room fantasies, sushi, shower. Uh, yeah, shower oh, dude. I take. I go to my mom's house sometimes just to shower. Yeah, because like I don't. I won't run out of hot water here. It's hmm. nice. Yeah. It's nice. Okay, <clears throat> so before we wrap this up, would you guys please take some time to? 
plug, whatever you need. This will be out, and I believe two weeks from today, um, or what is it, Friday, right? No, Wednesday. So about about two weeks from now, okay. um, on what's, Wednesday. What's that date looking like? Fuck, that would be right. Uh, exactly, be like March, second week of March. Yeah, like uh, like uh, we'd be going to uh, the casino. Yeah, Sam. Like March eighth coming up. Yeah, March eighth weekend or nice. week. Yeah, yeah. Mo- the casino. Yeah, of casino show. How are those, dude? Are those fun? They vary. We I just did a couple in New Mexico uh, that were really. I did one was called the Inn In of the Mountain Gods, which mm. sounds incredible Intense. and it's beautiful, beautiful uh, casino. And then I did the Santa Ana Casino in Albuquerque, and both were great. Uh, cool. Tom loves the slots. I love the okay. slots. Okay, okay. Um, I'm more of a roulette guy, man. I yeah. like roulette. I like. Um, Losing money immediately. That's good. Yeah. That's a good call. Yeah. <laughs> I, I do like $15. That's it. If I lose it, I'm out. Yeah. She, she, Dude, that's get, really I'll, good. I'll have guilt. She, if, she's not a good person to gamble with because she's less like, she's, over, she's just judging. I'm like, over his shoulder. Like, yeah. we could have, yeah, we could have, that's all I think about too, dude. Like, we could have done this, but like, um, I've never like blown too much money at a casino. I do the same thing usually, but I usually don't go without my mom. Uh, right, because I don't like spending my advice. own money. Yeah, yeah. Right. I'm gambling by myself because, like, I'm not there. I can't share the excitement with anyone, and I've never. Ooh, sorry, I'm, I'm hitting puberty right now, guys. <laughs> and I've never like won a lot of money gambling, so I've never even experienced that rush of like, holy fuck, dude! I can pay two months my mortgage. He, or, right. he won a rent. lot once. I won, yeah. a, I won a thousand bucks, but it was fuck through, yeah, uh, dude. It was like through like the players' club card. Like you entered a drawing, and then it was like. Still, was, yeah, no, it was pretty cool. That was badass, like, dude. A thousand yeah. bucks of fucking doing nothing, yeah, yeah, it would fucking change my life right now, yeah. So maybe I should start playing. I'm just kidding, do it. <laughs> just start it's a good like, retirement plan. I, so here's yeah. what we come up with gamble, uh, <laughs> yeah, do more fuck, drugs, fuck the earth, fuck the earth, and uh, fight Nazis, fight Nazis, and, yeah. Well, that's that last one's good, but yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think the uh, <laughs> no, um, and again, you know, I just want to make sure. You know, we do have a lot of fun. I'm very open on the podcast. My opinions on such subjects do not reflect the minds and opinions of Steph and Tom Clark. <laughs> I have my own fucking mind. And if you are misinterpreting this, this is your fault. Fuck you. Re-listen I, to it. I feel like I'm very easily influenced. I'll be All like, right. oh, yeah, that sounds good. Like, <laughs> Bubba said it was okay to... Yeah, <laughs> Bubba said I can do ass in the, in the shower. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I got a story about that, dude. I turn the lights off when I take showers on acid, though. I really get into it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, uh, we I feel like we should get to our plugging. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Okay. Um, I know. I know that you uh, probably didn't want to be as heavily affiliated with this conversation as you have been today. No, no. It's, it's good uh, for him. It's, it's good, good for okay. him. It's good, good to see the other side, the yeah. grittier side of life. Yeah. Um, we're we're going to be at uh, San Manuel Casino March twentieth. That's a big Ooh. one. No, no. I think I think the big ones we want to plug though are we're going to go to Milwaukee in first week of May. Oh, yeah. That's a big one, and we're going to be. Uh, uh, we're doing this cool gig in Alma, Wisconsin, which is right along the Mississippi River near Minnesota, and uh, we uh, we love that there. It's uh, it's this little theater there, so we're excited about that. And then we go on Saturday. We're performing at in Milwaukee at a, at a bar called Rounding Third. Okay, um, so that's going to be fun. And then we have uh, we're doing the Keg Comedy, which is uh, a brewery. I think it's a Lakefront Brewery on the fifth. Uh, 
So yeah, you can look up uh, those dates on Tom Clark Comedy or Steph Clark Comedy. Tom Clark dot com actually. Whoa, I have the official dot com. Someone tried to pay for that website. Oh, I'm sure another Tom Clark. And then I'm gonna be in a. Well, I'm I'm pretty sure it's confirmed, but I'll be up in Santa Barbara. Okay, May 10th, and then May. Oh no no May 10th, I'll be in Santa Cruz for a couple shows. Okay, and then May. 11th, I'll be in Santa Barbara. Hell yeah, all the Santa's. Like opening big... for uh, JP Sears, who's yeah. a, Ooh, that'd be fun. Yeah. No, yeah, I haven't like, seen him. But, but like he's in his videos. Yeah, online. yeah, yeah. Yeah, he seems That's like a cool. cool dude. Hopefully. I think it's confirmed. You never know. But... Oh, you mean hopefully he's a cool dude or hopefully you're confirmed for the I, show? I mean, I think I'm confirmed, but you never know till the show happens. But yeah, he seems right. like a cool dude for cool. sure. Cool. That's exciting, man. Yeah. But yeah, we have uh, yeah TomClark.com and Stephanie has FunnyGirlEvents.com and StephClarkComedy.com. Yeah. So FunnyGirlEvents is like her business sure. where she books events. So if you ever want to book the two of us, that's a great site to go to. Um, and then I'm a Rescue Podcast. We're four episodes in and we're interviewing. We have, I think I think the week this will be airing or the week a couple weeks after we'll be interviewing Kimmy. Uh, Bapornia, who's uh, going to be on uh, uh, what's it she's going to be a series regular on a show called Abby. Okay, and that's going to be premiering after Will and Grace on um, the end very of nice. March, March twenty eighth, yeah. I believe. That's so she's the date. a very talented actress. So, uh, but yeah, but I, I mean, every episode is great. But we're very excited for her because oh, for sure, we've known her since she was in high school. Now, is it is it focused on the topic of rescue animals, or is it just the podcast name was inspired by? The podcast is sort of because uh, just like we, we talk to people and everyone has like an interesting story about things they've overcome in their lives. Sure. So every episode is kind of like we try to get to that. Like what Very did cool. you have to work to overcome? Like your rescue story. Yeah, your rescue story. Oh, for gotcha. Yourself. Very cool. I like the concept a lot. And I I thought that it was initially, I thought it was based off of like animal rescue because you have the pup on on the logo. We're going to start interviewing some uh, people from like nonprofit rescue groups for sure. Yeah. And there's a lot of them in LA, right? Yeah, definitely. You you pick out of a basket essentially. Yeah. Because we got Abby from uh, SoCal Bulldog Rescue and they specialize in English Bulldogs. So cool. A woman named Tammy and she, she basically has like 12 Bulldogs. Shout out to Tammy, dude. You're doing doing angels work right now, man. Dope ass lady. Yep. Um, and yeah, and I have Twitter and, uh, I'm on Twitter at, at Tom Clark comedy, Instagram at Tom Clark comedy and, uh, my fan page, uh, I think it's Tom Clark fan page on Facebook. Ooh, got a fan page. Yeah, you got a, Damn. You got, you, you, it's oh, about shit. the fans. Damn. And, uh, anything else? Oh, uh, and I also shot a little, I did a little acting gig on HBO's Euphoria, which is oh, going to be coming out uh, later this year. So I'm excited. Okay. I play a biology teacher. Uh, it's a very gritty drama, but I play a, a kind of a fun biology teacher. You're still Tom Clark. I'm still Tom yeah. Clark, basically. Oh, this is far out, but we'll be back at, um, Tucson at Laughs in very cool. September. Yeah. Very cool. Gilbert Godfrey just played there last night, I think. Yep. At Laughs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, two nights ago. Yeah. Two nights ago. Yeah, yeah. Are you guys go see him? No, no. Oh, okay. The, the feature act, uh, Kurt Fletcher, went to go see him, said it was a great show. Cool. Yeah, dude. That, that'd be fucking cool. I've never seen his stand-up, honestly. I don't know how that sounds. I'm sorry. No. But, like, oh, he's no. fucking hilarious. He's oh, a, yeah. I couldn't even imagine how funny his stand-up would be. Yeah, he's on uh, Bumping Mics. Uh, he was on an episode of Bumping Mics with Jeff Ross and uh, Dave Attell, and he's very funny. He's just how dark he can get. And right. His, and his, yeah, he's a very... But coming from him, it feels like you can never like be like, hey, man, watch out, dude. Don't talk about that shit. It's like 
Iago. Right. It's all I hear in my, like Aladdin, you know? <laughs> right, right. Iago, that's all I hear in my voice. But like, he could probably talk about anything and it sound acceptable because of the way he yeah, looks and the way he sounds. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But very cool, man. Well, I, again, I appreciate you guys so much for taking the time out of today. <clears throat> um, I know this is going to be out in a couple weeks, but good luck tonight at your show. Um, you. you guys have another one tonight, right? And yeah, tomorrow? Two. Yeah, yeah, two. Oh, two tonight two, and tomorrow. Two. Okay. Mm-hmm. But anyways. Yeah, you're right. It doesn't matter yeah. as far as the podcast goes. But anyways, good luck. And, um, and check out Stir Crazy uh, online, Stir Crazy Comedy yeah. Club. Uh, it's a really great new club here in Arizona and yep. uh, Phoenix area. Lots of West Valley listeners. So this is like, you guys are in the West Valley of Arizona. I'm sure you know by now. Yeah. Um, but a lot of my friends uh, come from like Avondale Goodyear, mm-hmm. which is further west than this. Um, and so they're familiar with Westgate. But now if they know there's a comedy club there, yeah, hit it up, man. Yeah, Definitely check it out. Um, okay. Shout out to Kova coffee for sponsoring the podcast. I wish we had some today. I'm all out of instant coffee. I usually have some to travel with because it's phenomenal, but, uh, thank you guys so much for sponsoring the podcast and supporting go to kovacoffee.com and use Kova five for $5 off of your first purchase. I have, uh, let's see, um, March 8th, the weekend of, yep. March 16th, I'm doing a music video release party where the podcast will be doing a live event um, at First Studio or First Studios in downtown Phoenix. And then on March 20th, um, Freak Show LA is touring to Phoenix and I'll be at CB Live March 20th with uh, Tuesday Thomas and Cyrus. Um, they'll be doing a whole bunch of crazy shit, man. Sword swallowing, fire breathing and stuff. And I'm just going to be up there trying to fucking make people laugh. So we'll see how that goes. And you should um, do the bath. You should uh, fall asleep in a bathtub. Should I do my set in yeah, a bathtub? Um, While the show? guys like blow Those, those guys are dope. I know those guys. They're, yeah. That's a cool they, show. Yeah. They seem really cool, man. And I'm all about that whole weird, weird, like, um, one-off uh, performance stuff too. Yeah. So then to know that they incorporate comedy, I was like, oh, dude, that'd be great. That'd be great. So maybe I'll tell a shit story. Do that, it. Would that be a right crowd to do it in front of, right? Yeah, hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah. Sorry, following, pooping. That's, yeah. uh, that's they go, usually go hand in hand, right? Like peanut butter and jelly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So guys, thank you so much for listening. This has been episode 28 with Steph and Tom Clark. I love you little boys and girls and men's and non-gender binaries. Uh, Angels, demons, everything, whatever you identify with, man, I love you guys. PC up in this bitch. Love you.